0: Because you had because you had to put as much coke in your plane as possible.
1: What's the most efficient
0: way? Yeah. So anyway, um, this is crazy. So the U.S. is going to be playing El Salvador tonight in mm. a, uh, a World Cup qualifying. Oh, okay. And the and it's in El Salvador. So it's an away away game. CONCACAF away games are always crazy because um, uh, the 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 refereeing is terrible. They allow every sort of it's basically you have to kill somebody in order sure. to get a penalty. And they've a lot. They've apparently opened the doors to the uh, uh, to the building to get in like like seven or eight hours beforehand.
1: So people are going to get in there drunk and like this. oh
0: yeah they're just they're just and they're just selling liquor. Nice. So this is going to be a rowdy crowd that they have to deal with.
1: All right. We'll go USA. The US is
0: a really good team. Yeah. Um, they're like ranked uh, in the top 10 in the world now.
1: Well, I look forward to seeing the score and not watching a minute of the game because that's usually what I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my soccer fandom right there.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. Football, as we like to say, overseas. Right. Um, I am not overseas. I no. Underseas.
1: Right. And, uh, um, this is not a football podcast. It is
0: not. So what do you, I mean, if you came to listen to football, uh, just let me know. And, and I, and maybe it'll just meet me talking and, and Mike just kind of nodding every couple mm. of minutes, but yeah, like that. Uh, and then, uh, we could do that if you really want us to. Sure.
1: But That's, that's great I'm radio.
0: To <laughs> it is great radio. Uh, <laughs> But we're not going to do that today. We're going to continue with our uh, this is the uh, you know the unofficial MCU podcast.
1: Yeah. The only one. We're the, the only one. The only one.
0: Yeah. It's probably.
1: Yeah. I'm sure That's there's it. no others. No one else yeah. talks about Marvel at all, right?
0: No, no, no. Um it's a it's a incredibly popular film series and, and now TV series. Uh but it's uh apparently nobody gets to talk about it. So, you know, yeah. come to mm-hmm. us, we'll talk about it. We talk about we're going to talk about a movie today. And we're going to talk, you know, we're going to do the, you know, our world famous segment to start news and notes. News and notes.
1: Well, so (laughs) people who listen to us.
0: (laughs) People who listen to us. Um, This is, so I think you pointed this out, right? Or did I point this out? I can't remember who found this. Um, But this is a crazy, crazy, crazy rumor. Yeah. And it deserves discussion. Because, so there's this rumor, and this is Curtis, courtesy of a uh, uh, Twitter, Twitter feed, Marvel updates, just without the E before between the v and the L. Marvel. So, <laughs> Marvel updates. So, take it with a giant grain of salt. Take it with, like, all the salt in the Pacific for, for, for what you want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, uh, so, and, there, and, and in fairness to this Twitter feed, mm-hmm. um, there have been very little details coming up about this Doctor Strange movie. it's supposed to be released next summer right yeah yep and so it's and it's like uh it's called the multiverse of madness everything that's been leading up into phase four so far uh of the mcu has been dealing with the multiverse Mm -hmm. we saw the spider man trailer last week where we we saw multiverse characters loki opened up the the multiverse pandora's box i mixed metaphors there um but, uh, so, this rumor says that, you know, Wanda, she of WandaVision, Scarlet Witch, is going to be the main villain of the mm-hmm. Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Um, anybody that watched the first Doctor Strange movie knows that, you know, the, the guy that's set up to be the villain is actually, uh, uh, not, uh, is Baron Mordor. Mm-hmm. Mordo. And uh, you know, because he's going to go around and kill all the um, uh, sorcerers. Right. Sorcerers bad. Right.
1: Yeah. That's 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 what's supposed to happen. Well, by supposed, the comics. Yeah. The,
0: and and the way you sort of see the uh, the, the way that the, the post credit scene happens in the uh, the last Dark Strange movie. But no, she is supposed to be the the main villain. Um, and she is going to battle. Either or both, <laughs> a multiverse version of Professor X who has not yet to be like introduced you know, into right. the,
1: let alone and, a multiverse version. <laughs>
0: not, yeah, and uh, Captain Carter who we saw in the What If series, right? Played play, played presumably by Haley uh Haley Atwell. Yes, and we've, we've extolled the virtues of Haley Atwell before. She's terrific, right so starting
1: off uh number one we talked about how wanda is maybe an anti-hero right and this uh, would we, certainly
0: be a way to step into that
1: oh this would this would be leaning <laughs> hardcore into it this also uh, affirms our assertion that wanda was not redeemed at the end of wandavision she is still in fact viewed as a villain this makes her a hundred percent
0: villain this would make her a hundred percent villain how what, what what percentage would you give this like if you if if it's definitely going to happen as 100%. Where would you put this at?
1: Okay, so as this listed, rumor. as listed zero. <laughs> there's no <laughs> There's no multiverse version of Professor X. They were not working on that like before uh-huh. the Fox acquisition. Right. Uh, I don't, I really don't think Captain Carter is coming back live action. I think Captain Carter there's a reason it was in the What If? Mm-hmm. And like I think What If is meant to be what it is. And it's not supposed to be introducing these other characters. It's supposed to be fun, these other Mm. versions of things. And like, just because that was a very popular episode doesn't mean like, oh, somehow they they saw that and they put it into the movie years ago. Right. Because that would have had to have happened for the timing to work out. Mm -hmm. That part is not happening. Now, can Wanda be the villain? I think Mm -hmm. that's... We already know Wanda is going to be in this movie. Mm -hmm. It's not that far of a leap, especially after seeing the show, to say, Mm -hmm. hey, she might be the villain. This is where like people who know storytelling... And people who don't believe this, like, oh, just because Photon mm-hmm. liked Wanda, she's redeemed. Like, are, are you not watching the same thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just took over a whole town. <laughs> They're all mad. Yeah,
0: yeah I, it'll, it'll be interesting because because uh, the actor that plays uh, Mordo is supposed to be in this coming movie mm-hmm. as well. And you presume that he would be the, the villain or a villain. Now, yeah. we, we can have multi- multiple villains.
1: The multi um, yeah.
0: Multi-villains. Uh, presumably, they would have different sort of desires and wants. Yep. Um, given the fact that Mordo wants all the sorcerers and magic powered things to die, right. I don't think yeah. that they would team up against Doctor Strange. It That's
1: it right. could be yeah, it, it could be more like yeah, Mordo somehow triggers Wanda because he's kill- if he's killing all witches mm-hmm. and sorcerers, he, he would go after Wanda, right? Sure.
0: And it also could be a situation where one of them turns at the end, like you know, right. like, like not a like full on villain, but like a a, a temporary villain. But right.
1: Yeah. They both have to take on Mordo. I
0: could see that happen. It is interesting. I mean, I think I think you know this is this is maybe somebody trying to speak into existence the uh, the X Men. Yes. You know, when when Wanda goes truly Wiggy in the comics, usually everybody goes to Pro- Professor X first. To try to fix stuff, right? Right. Um, and you know, that would make that would make quote unquote sense
1: Mm -hmm.
0: if if they are trying to talk her down off of a ledge to try to figure out somebody that could do that. But it's it's largely because they also have a little bit of a history in the comics, and sure, you know, you know, he's essentially like a like a fun uncle,
1: right? Yeah. and, (laughs) And in this case, it doesn't make any sense. She has no idea who he is exactly
0: it's just <laughs> like you kind of look like james mcavoy
1: yeah <laughs> oh my other prediction not going to be james mcavoy yeah. now
0: obviously and i don't think it'll be patrick stewart either he's yeah
1: up there too old uh obviously we were both very wrong about the kang coming into Loki. since i don't
0: think that you can say that
1: oh no no we we're <laughs> right <about everything. laughs> uh there's no way this this is this is like as as unlikely as some other things were this is really unlikely
0: yeah yeah no i think so i think i think there is a possibility i mean i think it's almost guaranteed that we're going to see you know wanda and dr strange sort of spar magically totally because, because that happens even though they did meet at the uh the uh the funeral for tony stark because they were both there
1: yeah and they um, didn't
0: fight there <laughs> they didn't fight there they fought alongside one another in the you know the fight against Thanos. but
1: yeah um, Hopefully, Doctor Strange remembers her, but yeah, they, they seem he to forget. Is kind
0: of, he is kind of a jerk, um, you know. And and then we also have, you know, there's the potential for scrolls and all kinds of weird stuff. So sure, you know, let's not, uh, yeah. But anyway, hmm. so um, this is a little bit of an old piece of news, but um, so Moon Knight is coming to Disney Plus. It's going to be mm-hmm. a Disney Plus, uh, and that's going to star uh, Oscar Isaac, who's done a billion things. there. are mm-hmm. um, now Ethan Hawke has been cast in in the I guess the villain role, yeah. Uh, for it, I don't know what that character's name is. I I, ad, I admit I don't know Moon Knight very much at all.
1: So here's what I know about Moon Knight. Let's see if I can grab this here. I, I have a comic that is the uh, oh the Moon Knight limited series. This is from the '90s, I believe, '92. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we have Moon Knight, and who does he appear? I don't know if you could see read this. This is great radio. Moon Knight appears with? Is that Shang-Chi? That is Shang-Chi. Yeah. <laughs> of all <Master>. things. <laughs> yeah. Master of Kung Fu. Right. Um, so uh, I don't think that's going to happen.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so either. But uh, Ethan Hawke has been cast in this role. Right. Uh, anybody know who's, who's like been a, you know, our age, Ethan Hawke is kind of like our, our spiritual, our spirit animal.
1: Yeah, he's no. a he's Gen X guy.
0: He is, he is like the ultimate Gen X guy. He even starred in reality bites
1: yeah <laughs> um, you can't get more gen x than that
0: no he uh and and he was like the good one right like the one mm-hmm. that was sort of like oh i don't really think i'm i, I don't really like anybody i kind of want the world but then you know it, yeah. it's either him or john cusack right mm-hmm. would be the only two and um and like john cusack ethan hawk likes to talk like mm-hmm. anytime he's in an interview he just he just lets it fly he yeah. doesn't bother about you know he doesn't have like a little like little angel on his shoulder that tells him, hey, maybe you shouldn't say that. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't say that. Um, so he's already talking about this Disney Plus show. He's talking about how Isaac Isaac, uh, Oscar Isaac is doing this amazing, amazing uh, acting work and how impressed he is with the studio and the script and the directors and all that stuff. And I just know that before this show is released, Ethan Hawke, this is a hot take. This is a prediction. One hundred percent, it's going to happen. He's going to spoil something. Yeah,
1: he's not used to doing franchises, right? No, Ethan Hawke is Mr. Uh, indie movie guy. Where it yeah, really doesn't you can't spoil those movies because no. they're, they're about the experience. It's like
0: it's like yeah, it's about the experience, and I will say my favorite trilogy including every star wars trilogy every my favorite trilogy is trilogy is the before sunrise before sunset before the mm-hmm. night trilogy Very just popular. beautiful beautiful movies yeah. he julie Delphi, all all directed by richard linklater um, who might be my favorite director um, just terrific terrific stuff and you could you could i could tell you the plot of all those movies and then it wouldn't matter you could go out and watch them and still right feel how people were, and that's kind of how things approach to his and, entire and career
1: that's his world right so he he has no idea how to keep his mouth shut about things that will spoil and the internet's going to go wild because he's going to say yes. stuff that he doesn't realize is a spoiler yeah that's the thing he's going to spoil it without realizing that he's doing it
0: right because they'll just say like a character's name yeah or something yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just like when this character dies and like you yeah. won't even know that that's going to be yeah. impactful.
0: And and it's it's going to be similar to what ha- what happened with Mark Ruffalo with like yeah. Infinity War. Yeah. Because uh, Ruffalo did the same thing, com- completely innocent. Ruffalo comes from like indie rom-com world mm-hmm. to begin with. So it's like, he doesn't know all this stuff. And it's just, yeah, so. Totally. Anyway, that's that's 100%. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so what are, so... We're continuing our ranking we're going up our up our list yep. uh we are we you know the, the the first four movies are bad i think we agree mm-hmm. the next couple are sort of meh and then we've been fully into like good movies the last few weeks
1: it's good movie uh, time yeah definitely movie good. time
0: and this is uh the next one um so and this is the most recent one so yes. it's just released this past summer uh should have been released last summer but we mm-hmm. had like a pesky pandemic we still had a pesky pan- pandemic this time uh, but it was released simultaneously on Disney Plus and in theaters. You saw it in theater; I saw it on Disney Plus. Yes, which is why, which is why I was able to do a rewatch for this podcast. <laughs> and uh, I was so not. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. So uh, Black Widow is the movie. Yeah. Movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um, presumably, the last uh, movie we uh, MCU movie we're going to see Scarlett Johansson in. It um, looks like that. <laughs> I would definitely look like that. So we're. we're I think we're officially retiring. Uh, the natasha romanoff character so um let's just get right into it um the movie begins in a flashback as a lot of uh, marvel standalone movies do Mm -hmm. uh we've got a flashback this time we're flashbacking to the mid-90s um we've got two young girls and a normal looking family in a suburban ohio kind of town yep um only they turn out to be russian spies Hmm. um we've got the we've got the dad from stranger things He's not actually anybody's dad in Stranger Things. He's the sheriff in Stranger Things. He kind of becomes uh, Eleven's dad. Um, but he's got super shoulder power powers, apparently. Um, the family is escaping law enforcement. They've been sold out, and he escapes with some sort of information. Yes. Um, and uh, the family escapes Ohio, as many people want to do. Of course. Um, yeah. So they, they gunfight with the cops, which includes... Uh, uh david harbour's character like hanging off the wing of a single engine plane like shooting at at and shooting at like uh suvs flying at them oh yeah um yeah it's a pretty good scene um and uh natasha who is one of the who's the oldest of the two girls uh is forced because her uh mother is injured in this gunfight mother i put in quotation marks but you, mm-hmm. can't, you can't hear quotation marks scare quotes um <clears throat> She's forced to pilot the plane. Yes. And they fly to Cuba. Now getting from Cuba to uh Ohio. I mean Ohio to Cuba is a pretty pretty far flight for a single engine plane. Yeah, this is not Florida. No. But I have, you know, to be fair, I just watched uh and I recommend this for everybody. Um Cocaine Cowboys, hmm. uh, Kings of Miami. It's from it's uh Billy corbin is a great filmmaker from South Florida. I am from South Florida. This is a um it's a documentary series, crazy, silly, crazy stuff about like 80s and 90s uh, drug dealers in, in South Florida. And they talk about the planes, they would fly from Colombia all the way to Jamaica. Hmm. So in these, in these little single engine planes,
1: yep.
0: loaded more than they could, they could like safely fly okay. with cocaine. In them. Oh. Yes. Because you had because you had to put as much coke in your plane as possible.
1: What's the most efficient way?
0: Yeah, so then they would fly the, the they fly it to to Jamaica. and then from Freeport, they would t- have these uh, boats, these super fast speed boats. And then they would take those into to to Florida, usually either Fort Fort Lauderdale or Miami or someplace like that. Hmm. And they were like these super fast boats that were so much faster than the Coast Guard boats. Right. So they couldn't. So even if the Coast Guard could see the boat, oh, there's the boat coming in. It's like they couldn't catch them.
1: Right. But so you're saying then it is possible to fly from... Ohio. Yeah, so
0: it is possible, I think, to fly, fly gotcha. from Ohio to Cuba. Okay. Um, so Good anyways, to know. Good to know. It's complete aside. You shouldn't worry about that. But Netflix, Cocaine yes. Cowboys, Kings of Miami. So yeah, so um, uh, there we are. We are... Uh, you know we're introduced to the whole sort of russian mob or uh, intelligence oh, it's,
1: a, it's a sleeper cell right so that's cell, yeah. that, that's what Uh, has, have you seen the americans by the way
0: i have not seen the americans did okay so did? that
1: it's a really good show okay yeah and this is totally like the americans that the, the americans is
0: about a russian mm-hmm. sleeper cell like a, yeah i know what it's about i just haven't yeah. seen the show yeah so so yeah so so we get we we introduce them to their like their their handlers they're in cuba they're and so This whole little quote-unquote family is dissolved, right? So the Mm -hmm. the mom is taken away, presumably to be healed. Dad is reassigned. We we find out what his assignment is later. Uh, And the girls are taken to the Red Room, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Kind of unwillingly, uh, Natasha threatens to kill a bunch of people after she takes somebody gun. somebody's gun. So, but they are taken to the Red Room. We know from the Red Room in previous uh, movies when Natasha has talked about it, she talked about, it was her training, where they trained her to be a spy and assassin and yes. all that good stuff.
1: It, yeah, bad things happen.
0: Yeah, so um, that brings us to, so the next scene is sort of like a, it's a, is a montage of all this, uh, of like her training, as well as many of her sort of exploits as the Black Widow. Right, um, And it's sort of as a, it's kind of an 80s style montage, but it's a very different sort of, feel to it, because we've got the, a very slow, I like to call it an emo core version of uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit from Nirvana.
1: Yeah. What did you think of this cover? Oh. I like
0: the cover. Um, I liked it but, too. But I have also, I've heard several different kind of similar covers of this song. Hmm. Um, so back, way back in probably the early 90s, uh, Tori Amos did a, like a piano version of the song. Um, so I, I'm a sucker for sort of slowed down versions of songs. Yeah. Yeah, great songs. now I, you should. I thought listen. it was good. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was good. Um, it's it's a think up anger featuring Malia J, which is okay. the band's name. And it's weird because think up anger is the name of the band, but all of their songs have Malia J. So it's she's featuring Malia J. So it's like it's that's the name of the band.
1: Refuses to join the band. Always a featured. Guest. Always a featuring
0: us. Yeah, I don't understand. Um, because I don't think Malia J has like a standing of her own.
1: I think she should uh, just commit and be a part of the just band. Be
0: Think Up Anger. Yeah. You could be, you could be Malia J and Think Up Anger. That that, yeah. that makes you part of the band. Why not? But anyway, <clears throat> um, so we know a lot about uh, Natasha's background, and I thought I thought this was just an effective way of showing. It's like, yeah. okay, this is when this happens.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and you get a lot of the history. Look like a. It's not Cold War history because it's like the '90s. So it's a- yeah,
0: so it's after Cold War history. So it's like. Um, the Russians really aren't being the same sort of level of antagonism.
1: Right. But you see about. historical event like there's a lot of this montage is mm-hmm. showing like some grainy footage. Uh, yeah. Forrest Gumpian. <laughs> it, yeah.
0: Uh... And it's a little bit like the, the way that they sort of, they have a montage, I think in uh, the winter soldier, similarly mm-hmm. about the winter soldiers ex- exploits, as well as like Hydra, um doing their stuff underneath the auspices of being in shield right so um there are a lot of parallels between this movie and the winter soldier yeah i think um some good and some i think that's sort of fall flat but sure um so present day which is actually not the present day this is about five ish years oh five plus years it's going to be so it's blip plus maybe three or four years so it's probably right. about eight years ago right. if we think of now as now in the mcu right uh so it's so so the events of the, the the movie take place shortly after captain america civil war right um and civil war really is like one of the three most important films in the mcu oh it, it totally is yeah so we've got that we've got the first avenger and the attack on New York. Yep. And then First Avengers and the attack on New York, and then uh, the Infinity War snap, right? The flip, Thanos snap. So right. everything is sort of is imp- the, those three events throughout the MCU are the three most important. Yeah. Um, so uh, we join we join up. Uh, you know Natasha's on the run after the events of Civil War. She of course during Civil War was on the side of the government, uh, and then sort of switches. You know to to help uh, Steve uh, Rogers and bucky sort of get away at the end uh and she assaults um she assaults the you know the, the, the rightful king of wakanda at the time
1: uh, she sure does
0: <laughs> yeah i mean other people assaulted him too but she got you know yeah.
1: for some reason they only blame her
0: yeah exactly um so she's on the run from thunderbolt ross who we who we see uh william hurt has another appearance here in this movie Yep. um he's got a bunch of goons that are or soldiers that are uh, running around trying to enforce these sokovia accords I guess and uh um, you know they're they're infiltrating this building because she thinks she's in there they, they think that she is in there uh turns out she was on like a boat in Norway at the time yeah crossing a fjord it was oh, lovely
1: lovely fjords always the misdirect this is a very yes. common staple of these kind of spy movies
0: yes there's always a misdirect there's always a you know, we'll, we'll get to more of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, meanwhile, um, younger sister Yelena is now a full-fledged widow. Isn't mm-hmm. that great? Um, she's uh, she's on a job where she's supposed to assassinate and uh, retrieve something. We don't know yet what it yep. is. Um, while she's sort of fighting her mark, uh, trying to kill this person, uh, she sort of you know, deals a death blow, which doesn't fully kill this person. And she is Doused with some sort of gas that uh, from by this person, and what it does is it actually cures her of all this mind control that she's been under, right? Immediately, so she's like fully aware of everything that's been that's happened and and gone on. And it's um, um, so she is she is now on the run from all the other widows that were part of this little um, uh, job to actually kill this woman,
1: right? Um, Who who was a widow like that was a widow
0: at one point but she yeah. escaped and she's got this She has this uh she has these doses of uh cures basically um yeah uh for mind control so she's on the run yes so uh natasha's in 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 norway which is which is interesting because my wife's name is natasha and oh. she is from Norway. interesting uh, <laughs> yeah you should find um, out <laughs> yeah oh okay so so natasha's at her safe safe house in norway yeah, um, she's got a she's got a guy that like gives her all of her fake identification, places to live, right, vehicles, you know, all kinds of stuff, right?
1: Yeah, a low um, level Q, like kind
0: of like a a Q, yeah, very yeah. similar. It's a it's a good uh, 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 a good connection that you just made. Yeah. Um. So, uh, he gives her a bunch of stuff too. Uh, so he sets her up with a house and a car and all this stuff. And uh, he also gives her a bunch of, uh, like, a, like, like a box of, of mementos from a previous uh, safe house that she had in Budapest. Right. Now, we've heard about this, uh, this excursion from Budapest several times now in the MCU yeah. between her and Hawkeye, and we get a little bit more of the backstory in this film.
1: Uh, and as an aside, I'm glad I, I, for a while, we thought this movie might just show Budapest 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 uh, it doesn't it just no. has callbacks I think that's good I think some mm-hmm. things are best left to the imagination
0: yeah we get we get some we get some scenes where we yeah but we'll, we'll get to that yeah um so in it she finds a package that she doesn't recognize um so she was looking she was looking through this stuff it's kind of like you know like the, like a neighbor bringing your mail yeah after you've been out of town um it was apparently years but who knows Hmm. um so she has this one package she doesn't recognize she takes it with her she has to run into town because her uh, power generator that she's got is out of fuel right so she's going into town and she's attacked on on the way into town um uh she's fighting this masked warrior who blows up her car um and this warrior um we know because we're complete nerds and we've seen this movie before it's taskmaster yeah. taskmaster from the comics now taskmaster from the comics is a is a mercenary who whose power is that they can like photogenically copy every other person that they fight
1: yes they like their see fighting it, style right? right
0: their fighting style i think even that taskmaster can like copy somebody that they he's just seen on a video okay i think I think there was a time where he had to like, he had to actually fight somebody. And Uh I think now he's upgraded to where he can just look at something on video and and fight the person that way.
1: So he just gets the fighting style, or can he like get claws? Like, well, I haven't read Taskmaster in the comics. No,
0: Taskmaster doesn't have, it's not like a mutant ability. It's more like a, like almost like a, um, you know, you talk about somebody with an eidetic memory, they can just read something and they can always remember what they've read. It's almost like an eidetic. Um, but it's physicalized, so okay. it's like a they can just do all the moves, and then and then they know what that person's going to do next by just okay. seeing like one little muscle tick. that could be like, oh, you know, she's going to throw a right punch.
1: That gotcha. And see all your tells.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, this fighter is doesn't really want to kill Natasha. She, she, the, the fighter will, but this testmaster. But it's uh, you know. He really was once this uh, package. Right. Um, And uh, Natasha fights this Taskmaster. Um, It's a pretty good fight. Um, I think Taskmaster, the way that they've sort of introduced the character here, is very reminiscent of the way they introduced the Winter Soldier. Um, You know, kind of a shrouded in mystery kind of character. Right the slow walker versus the the runner you know just like and super always has a counter to whatever fight move you make you know
1: yeah and i think at this point you see this uh, terminator-esque view that the taskmaster has
0: yeah the taskmaster so in the comics taskmaster wears like a skull mask yeah kind of like skeletor from he-man um and uh in this one it's just like a metal like a metal mask it doesn't Mm -hmm. really look like a skull I think they missed out on making it a skull, but. <laughs> yeah. That... So Natasha escapes with the uh, package and uh, she flees into the night via a probably very cold Norwegian river. Right. And, and she,
1: Natasha basically loses this fight. Like she escapes yes. with deception, right? She, yeah. Taskmaster thinks he has the uh, what, suitcase of the stuff, yeah. but Natasha's and pulled it out.
0: Yeah. It's important to note Natasha's a spy, not a warrior. She's had, right. she's had people tell her that lots of times over the course of the MCU. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's not a fighter. She's a, she's a spy. Right. Um, yeah. So, uh, and uh, she tracks down, um, she goes back to the safe house in Budapest. Yep. Because she's got this package. She doesn't know where it came from. Uh, she comes across Yelena, who's at this same safe house. Um, and they fight. Of course. Because they have to. Right. Because two heroes that meet in a in a Marvel movie have to fight initially.
1: That's how they just, greet each other. It's like a shaking of hands.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like dog sniffing dogs' butts. It's just yeah. you have to fight. Yeah. Um. So this is my favorite action scene of the entire film. This one's pretty good. Because it's intimate. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's it's very acrobatic. The the I think, you know, every MCU character has their own fighting style. Yeah. And I've always appreciated the what they've done with Scarlett Johansson and the Romanoff character because. Uh, it's very balletic, right? It's uh, very dance-oriented. It's not. It's it's very reminiscent of uh, Michelle Yeoh from from back in the day when she was doing Jackie Chan movies mm. and uh, all the um, Taiwanese movies that she was doing yeah. back in the '80s and '90s, like leading up to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which is one of the best martial arts movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was reading about her this week because I I saw Crazy Rich Asians and I had to you know go ahead and read up on her. And she actually has no, she had no formal martial arts training. Amazing. Because she was, she was a dancer. Yeah. Yeah. So, and she did, she almost did all of her own stunts. She was like Jackie Chan. Um, So she was always hurt all the time too. But um, I think that the way that they've created the fighting style for Natasha is very reminiscent of that. It's not about like brute force or anything like that. It's always this this very balletic, very, very dance oriented moves. And so it's a really pretty way to fight.
1: Yeah, and this fight's really cool because they've made it clear that Yelena's got the exact same training. They yes. do the same moves on each other. Yes, they do. It's like yes. a it's a great mirror fight.
0: Yes, it is a very good mirror fight. And yeah. Um, it's also very reminiscent of like a, a Jason Bourne style fight. Um, yeah. think about, you know, Jason Bourne, you know, grabbing a pen and, you know, or a, you know, a rolled up magazine and fighting somebody and killing them with, you know. Right. A spoon. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, they they have a truce because mm-hmm. you know, they realize that they don't really want to kill one another. Yeah.
1: And this is like to, to go back to the mirror fight, like they're they're basically both at a standstill. Like they could each choke mm-hmm. each other and and that's what ends the fight. <laughs> truce. Yeah. Like, couldn't you have <laughs> just done that when you started? Like, let's not fight each other, but
0: nope. They had to keep it. It was the best best I think it was the best fight scene in the movie.
1: It was cool. Um, yeah.
0: So we get a short reunion where Natasha learns that Drakov, who was the uh, head of the Black Widow program, is still alive, of course, despite the fact that she blew him up yeah um, and we and we I can't remember if it was here or if it was elsewhere we get we get a flashback too so she sells out Drakov and the widow program it's her last sort of step in a defection to shield we learn that right and um you know, we also we we also find out that you know the sacrifice that Natasha makes is that she sees Drakov's young adolescent daughter, um, who's you know 10, 10, 10 or eleven years old at the time. Um, she she blows that person up too, right? Yep. So Collateral she, damage. That's yeah. So true. she thinks yeah. So she thinks that she's killed Drakov and his daughter, but she yeah. finds out that Drakov is not dead so she's just killed this little girl for nothing
1: that's uh that's, that's um, pretty bad
0: yeah uh before too long because um they can't have too many like just uninterrupted scenes where you you know have like sister conversations uh they're attacked by a bunch of widows in this apartment so not a very safe house if you get my drift that is yeah also a uh, odd timing <laughs> just yeah. what you got there yeah it was a safe house that not only had it also had arrow holes in the wall.
1: I guess because
0: uh, Clint was just practicing
1: inside. Yeah, I guess that when they were hanging out.
0: Yeah, that doesn't seem very safe. Or maybe that's when he found her
1: and they had a fight. Like again, they're both heroes, so that's how they greeted each other. Like, oh, we yeah, they fight. had to
0: probably fight at some point. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so they they're, they escape into the street. Uh, thankfully, there's a motorcycle there that uh, they they both get on top the back of a motorcycle. Yep. Um, they're chased by this huge tank type vehicle that's uh, driven by a taskmaster yep where were they was was that just like idling in the street in an alleyway <laughs> no one noticed yeah no one noticed. it's like huh that's a that's a weird vehicle it's i wonder like... what's gonna and then it's just just like busts through traffic and just runs people off the road and everything like that a
1: weird vehicle driven by someone with this skull like metal mask on
0: yeah well you can't see him because there's really no windshield
1: that's true vehicles yeah. so you
0: can't really see the taskmaster behind it um, but it is an odd vehicle to just be hiding in the middle of a, a large metropolitan city
1: Yeah, Budapest.
0: Budapest. Budapest. Budapest it's not you know it's not like we're in you know back still back in rural Norway where you could kind of get away with that kind of thing Sure. Um, so uh, it's a good chase scene mm-hmm. um, it's very rem- reminiscent I think of the last mission impossible movie which we talked about in episodes 34 and 35 of this very podcast. I if recommend it. I yeah. recommend it. If you yeah. are, rec, I mean, I think we take about a half and a half hour, 45 minutes, just to talk about this motorcycle scene. Oh, it's great. Violates every law of physics.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it's good. I like this yeah. scene.
0: So um, they're good at escaping Natasha and Elena because they escape.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, they fool. They fool a testmaster at a train station. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Yelena is bleeding, so they they lead a trail of blood off towards the trains, and they actually escape into the the uh, uh, air conditioning vents. Yeah. Which, if you know anything about HVAC, air conditioning vents aren't strong enough to hold people. So, yeah, like yeah. this movie, Die Hard, <laughs> about any movie where somebody's in a vent, you're gonna just fall through it right don't make i mean it's that would be so expensive if you made hvac vents like think about your house you've got hvac vents in your house we do if, if they made if they made it strong enough to hold somebody that's 150 pounds
1: yeah i don't think that's happening uh
0: yeah it would have to be made of like iron yeah <laughs> now, now maybe there's a
1: service out there I was like do you want your vents so strong that if you have to escape terrorists attacking your building you can yeah. do that i i guess you could do that
0: i guess so like maybe 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 the really really rich people that put like panic rooms in their house oh. do that kind of thing too. But see, here's the problem: somebody can infiltrate those HVAC vents, right? Get in there and just hide there for weeks, because we learn that um, that Romanoff and uh, and 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 Hawkeye just hung out in these vents hiding from somebody back in when they were doing Budapest. Uh, for days because they played tic-tac-toe on the wall
1: yeah that's a that's a security hole that is a
0: security hole and what is, i mean how did they go to the bathroom
1: hmm that, that wasn't discussed
0: no it wasn't it's a disney movie oh
1: maybe um, he, i i know how he might have had an arrow for that <laughs> not, that is a hawkeye staple
0: yeah having an arrow for everything hawkeye like, is the batman of arrows yeah i need it i clint i need to go number two I've got an arrow for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. See, solves everything.
0: All right. Um, so they do. Uh, they, they escape. Um, and then I think we have our best scene of the entire movie. Ooh. And uh, what would that be? Um, so the two spies, Yelena and Natasha, are just kind of hanging out at a beer garden Yep. outdoors. And they're just talking. They're talking yep. about their their time at, at the Red Room, they're talking about the time that they were a family because they apparently were undercover in Ohio for like three years. They've talked about all of the the fantasy world that Yelena has created around, you know, uh, the family that she created after mm-hmm. everything went downhill. Right. Um, it's such a great scene. There's it's great. A great back and forth. Um, well acted not overly emoted but just like you can just see a
1: motion
0: on a face without there's no tears um it's the way that you know two adult sisters would talk
1: yeah uh this is a really good scene and uh also they're they're two really good actors it plays Mm -hmm. really well it's like you, you you think that they're sisters the wild thing is this has been shown in some like youtube videos afterwards this is all in front of a green screen (laughs) like yeah and it doesn't look like it should be there's no action it's just two people sitting uh in front of a bar (laughs)
0: like yeah it's like outdoors too it's like outdoors even like a place that like it didn't make me uncomfortable because they were like they were far away from people so it wasn't even pandemically problematic
1: yeah i i just think uh I know that there's issues with shooting at night in general. So lighting at night is really tricky, so that might have been the reason why. It's one of those things where like, why would you do this with CGI and it, the answer other answer is like, well, why wouldn't you if if you've gotten so good at it that you yeah. can do that and they they happen to be they have to be on that stage anyhow. Well,
0: I mean, think about the entire last what 45 minutes of Endgame. It's yeah. That just big huge battle yeah. that looks so amazing. That's all CGI. It's right. all yeah,
1: no no one's there There's, that field doesn't exist so why not just do that so i think that's probably what happened at this scene although i would assume that whole background the bar and everything that might have been a real place and someone just went with a camera they just so. superimposed it yeah yeah exactly
0: so um so yeah so at the end of this scene they they decide that they're they're not going to separate they're going to team up and they're going to go try to kill Dracoff and, yep. and take down the red room once and for all
1: once and for all, for real this time. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: um, you know, we often talk about like chemistries in movies as, as like, you know, we think about like um, usually the two leads uh, and it's usually like a romantic chemistry, right? Like, so, right. you know, something like, uh, you know, moonlighting. Like, um, we talk about like how Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis had such great on screen chemistry, even though off screen they apparently hated one another. Yeah. Um, these two women have such amazing chemistry. Yeah. In this film, it's just like perfect. They they feel like sisters, even yeah. though they look nothing alike. Yeah, um and they're not sisters, right. but they're they're stepsisters at at best, right? So, um, but it's just it's just a it's it's really it's great to see like this genre sort kind of kind of bringing in sort of that style of camaraderie with between two 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 women. So.
1: And, and it's interesting, like the last movie we talked about guardians of the galaxy 2 all of the both guardians of the galaxy movies go with the theme of found family right that's the right. theme here this is a very odd found family theme very it's, strong it's a, yeah. it's
0: a it's a found by force family right? yeah, exactly <laughs> they're forced into familyhood and then they kind of find their family from that
1: right yeah that's 100 again we talked about like what makes a movie good and like above the meh carrot category like that this is 100% what this movie's about it
0: oh has- yeah 100% it knows exactly what it is um and I mean we'll get to it I just I think this that scene was just brilliant oh yeah
1: they, they um, these two are electric they just work really well together
0: yeah so they need help yes so um you know I, I wrote my I wrote to myself getting the band back together alert mm-hmm. so um with a broken down 1980s era helicopter that was uh, gotten to them, gotten to them by their illegal guy, yeah, the guy that the low level Q, I like that
1: because I don't lower ca- remember Lowercase lower Q, <laughs> lowercase Q.
0: Oh, but not not QAnon. We're not talking. No, about
1: no, that. That, that that guy sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so they assault a Russian prison mm-hmm. because that's where their quote unquote dad was. Is yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure how I know, but they're spies. They can right. just figure
1: that
0: out. Yeah. Um, so uh, their dad is Alexei Shostakov, mm-hmm. um, also known as the Red Guardian. I guess back in the day, the Red Guardian in the MCU was like a like a Captain America for communist Russia.
1: Captain Russia. Yeah.
0: Captain Russia. Very similar. Um, he's a super soldier. We 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 know that he can hang off the end of a uh, the, uh, the wing of a plane. And shoot a gun, and he is also really strong. We learned that from the first scene. Yep. Uh, so they break him out of uh, this prison. Right. Um, this is, I, th- I think, a there wasn't enough done with this scene, this action sequence. Mm-hmm. Could have been really cool. I think what what hurt it was they tried to have like the helicopter floating above it, and then fight below, and they probably should have just like landed the crappy helicopter and had them all three fight to hmm. so, they run up to the helicopter i don't know but I, uh
1: yeah i don't know i liked it i thought it was it was fine um so it,
0: it ends with a uh, avalanche that they have right. to escape because they're of course in siberia somewhere and uh they've got to you know the avalanche starts slowly creeping into the prison they escape
1: yeah escalating chaos as any yeah. good action scene should have uh you know, in, in that Russian prison, we find out that uh, Alexei believes he's he's fought uh, Captain America. He's talking right. about his exploits,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and also here uh, is where we think we've seen the first mutant.
0: Yes, this was actually verified, uh, by the creator, the filmmaker, right? Right. So it's a I can't remember the name of the character.
1: It's like the bear, whatever it is. Like it means bear. Yeah. Ursula.
0: It's a, it's a it's a mutant that is a it's not an x-men no uh, it's often an uh a, vic- a villain of the x-men mostly sort of associated with the red guardian mm-hmm. and the crimson dynamo which we get a call back to later yeah. um, but there was a back in the back in the cold during the cold war uh in the comics there was a russian version of the avengers i can't remember the name of it yeah um but it included all these sort of russian heroes slash villains they were kind of they were mostly good they were just they were anti-american so they would fight them and they didn't like go around killing people but they you know they're they were for russian
1: right and so yeah the mutant turned into a bear yeah (laughs) so is it really a mutant or more like a were
0: bear a were bear (laughs) yeah let's just call him a were bear i I don't think we've seen mutants yet
1: yeah this doesn't count i'm like i'm fine this is the character that he was supposed to be yeah. I, whatever this doesn't yeah. count though this, yeah 100 percent doesn't count
0: <laughs> yeah we could have a character name that we've seen we could have it named scott summers it doesn't mean the cyclops
1: yeah exactly yeah.
0: um so yeah so so we got our partially funded i mean a partially reunited family uh yeah. we've got quote-unquote dad and the two girls yep. um they bicker a little bit back and forth uh they crash land in the middle of russia right. outside of moscow yeah. or something
1: they're, they're, uh, they're trying to retrieve now their their fake mother,
0: the I, fake mother Molina.
1: Well, can I say though, like as they're in the helicopter, there's some really nice scenes here, David Harbor and Yelena. Mm-hmm. There's a very famous uh, kind of callback to the the hysterectomy from. Uh, yeah, is that, that in Avengers where like there was a lot of um, it was Age of Ultron. Oh, Age of Ultron. Oh, yeah. really crappy one. Yeah, where uh, you know, okay. So Natasha feels that she's less than a woman because she's had a forced hysterectomy. Right. And Yelena just calls it back and just says, like, it goes into graphic detail about this, right?
0: Yeah. Like, even talking about how they they go up and they rip out the uterus and they go back in and get the ovaries. It's like, and, 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 you know, dad is just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't need that much information. But yeah.
1: Yeah. And I thought this was great because that scene from, like many things in age of Ultron had lots of very well-deserved criticism because you know uh, and so this is it's not of... exactly
0: it was it was designed to be like a very romantic and very sensual scene it's Mark yes. Ruffalo coming out of a shower yes and and Natasha is there in a robe
1: explain why she can't have children <laughs>
0: and, and explaining that her you know she's had a four six I and she's like what yeah That's, that doesn't make me want to watch these two people have sex
1: yeah, yeah, it, it was odd and also like, she shouldn't feel like, I mean, the criticism really isn't like, like you're saying that women that can't have babies aren't women, right? Like that's, right. that was the implication. Mm-hmm. Some very, now that we know what we know about Joss Whedon, we can all chalk that up. Sure. Uh, I, I um, will say though, that the thing I really liked in this scene was as misguided as he was, uh, you know, the Alexi, he really believed he had done right by, it. he's like, oh, you're a great fight, like yeah. in his mind. And this, this is a hundred percent the character the best thing would be for his would-be daughters to be top-notch Black Widows. He thinks that's awesome because yeah. he's been yeah. brainwashed by... There's nothing better than that. Russia. Yeah. Right. Like, he thinks he's the best fighter for Russia, and that's he served yeah. the state. Yeah. Uh, and I buy and, it. In fact, he yeah. still
0: believes it, even though he's been betrayed by Drakov because he's right. in prison. Right. Um, he, he thinks Drakov is the problem, not necessarily Mother Russia. Right. Um, but again, so yeah.
1: he's a really good character. Like, this, yeah. I buy it 100%. Yeah.
0: So uh, they're going to get uh, Molina Vostakov, who's uh, their quote unquote mother, mm-hmm. uh, who we learn is a spy herself. She's a widow, um, along with being like the chief scientist for the, uh, the Red Room.
1: Yeah, really multifaceted.
0: Yeah. Um, so we've got <laughs> yeah. our second. second Wait, I think this you, is- you
1: realize what this would be like? This would be like if Simone Biles was also like developed the uh, COVID vaccine. right? Didn't she? <laughs> oh, I guess so. Yeah.
0: I thought she had oh. um, no, or, or like if, uh, in, in just, you know, if like Hawkeye was also like, you know, the Hulk in terms of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. It's like,
1: <laughs> let's, put, let's put them all together. Why not? yeah uh-huh.
0: um So I think this is a, a pretty good way of just making one character do what you probably should have had two or three characters do. Right. But that's but good storytelling. You want to com- yes, yeah, consolidate. Yeah. Yeah um so i think this is the second best scene coming up when they sort of all have this little they have this family reunion at the dinner table it just includes vodka this time yeah um it's a callback actually to the first scene they all had together i think they're actually even sitting in the same uh arrangement yeah you know with dad at the head you've got mom and young daughter on one side of the table and then natasha on the other um yeah. I thought that was a nice little callback and it's the same sort of camera angle that you get for much of it for a right. longer scene obviously right um, so and it's and it's largely just a big sort of family therapy session yeah where we get we get Elena's feelings that you know she really misses this family right she felt it was real everybody else is kind of diminishing that but clearly in their diminishment they've kind of they've told on themselves that they all really like this. Time. yeah yeah um
1: yeah alexi's complaining like i was so bored there he couldn't wait mm-hmm. to get back because again his big thing is anything to get back to mother russia
0: and fight he wanted to be in the suit. Again. yeah and this is when he puts on the suit again yes. <laughs> right doesn't after... quite um <laughs>
1: some classic uh, mr incredible vibes here
0: yes 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 uh the beer belly sticks out um melina is the one that's kind of the, the the most um uh cold about everything you know yeah. she's um she's the scientist she's like she takes great pride in the fact that she sort of created this mind control um brainwashing type stuff and then you know she's it's pointed out to her it's like hey but you you they used it on us yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, and at this point she didn't know that, right? Like I think yeah. she assumed she was making a weapon to fight those dirty Americans, which they're exactly. totally okay with. Um yeah.
0: And at this point, it, you know, it's it seems like they've kept her largely isolated from people out on this pig farm right somewhere. So. Um yeah, so uh we get this uh kind of y- Yelena kind of gets tired of uh Natasha and kind of storms off. Um as a younger sister is want to do yeah uh and she's also a little drunk and yeah. you know and alexi the red guardian is just like i'll go talk to her and you know so he, he, <laughs> he goes after her yeah. so they have this kind of cool scene back and forth where it's just like he keeps trying to tell her stories yes and try to try to like he's trying to be a dad and he's and she's just like i'm i don't want to hear any of this yeah
1: yeah, yeah you've all been crapping on our time in ohio and for me, because of the age, that, that, was, that was family to her. Yeah. And they've all been poo-pooing it. It does end with right.
0: the greatest,
1: the greatest yeah. <laughs> scene. Uh, what, what do you think I'm going to say here?
0: I don't know. Is it the, them singing American it's, Pie?
1: It has, that's exactly what was. Yeah. Yes. Alexi singing so, back to her yeah, uh, American so Pie.
0: They, so in, in the first scene when they're escaping, uh, uh, Yelena's favorite song is Don McLean's American Pie. Yeah which is uh, you know, his seven and a half minute opus to the early early days of rock and roll.
1: Yeah, and, and in classic music video scenes, but, which could have been taken from Guardians of the Galaxy, they're escaping in the plane to Cuba, yes. as a, yes. or in the car on the way to the plane. Right. With the cops chasing behind them. Bye-bye American, by American
0: Pie. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite part of that scene is when he tells the story and, and she's just like, doesn't want to hear any of this. He tells the story, of him being with his father and they were ice fishing, mm-hmm. he falls into the water. Yes. His hands are frostbite. Like, and he's like, <laughs> and at that temperature, it frostbite sets in in you know, whatever seconds. And my father make toilet on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, and she's just like, stop, I don't wanna hear this. Yep. And she, and, he, and he's like, because because urine is 35 degrees Celsius. <laughs>
1: It's so great. I, I really like this whole time in the barn. This is like a time away from action. I think this yeah. is all great. Again, Again, we'll compare it to a bad movie to age yeah. of Ultron. We're like, Oh, we need this time on a farm so uh-huh. that we can have character development. Like, you know, what's really good is when the character development is related to the plot yeah. <laughs> that might help.
0: Well, and that's, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, uh, you know, I have a little bit of criticism criticism of this movie in yeah. their action scenes. Cause I think they're a little driven. Yeah, but we can talk about that. Um, but I think we both agree that like all the character development, all the non-action scenes are amazing.
1: Oh yeah. All um, of these, all of these characters, I actually, if they, this won't happen, but if they could have a Disney plus show just about them going on and like other adventures,
0: sure. that'd be a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. David Harbour and, and Rachel Weiss in a, in a, in a TV show. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'd watch I'd the hell that. out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone would like this, obviously. But.
0: So yeah. So um, uh, we learn, uh, so they're, they're attacked uh, by Taskmaster and the Widows. Yeah. Uh, it's a very cool, there's no like action it's just like the helicopter comes in and there's you know uh, uh, tranquilizer darts to everything. yeah it's and, yeah
1: it's fairly an it action looks, scene. and it it's looks just, like and
0: it yeah. looks like melena um has betrayed them because right. because uh natasha's on the floor uh she she knocks out she she uh, tranquilizes uh, uh yelena as well um and uh so this is where we we start our misdirection because right. this is a spy movie. We have to have misdirections. Yeah. So, just bear with us. It's complicated and confusing and everything. Okay. Yeah. So, all all of our family they're being airlifted to the Red Room. Mm-hmm. The Red Room happens to be one of these big flying helicarrier type things. Yeah. Only this looks like multi level and it's like a city almost
1: looks like a flying city for sure yeah. it does look like a flying city yeah and allegedly um, this is why we could never find the red room
0: right because it moves right um so Milena is taken to Drakeoff as kind of like the hero that sort of uh captured everybody mm-hmm. uh yelena yelena uh is taken to a surgical room where she's going to be lobotomized
1: mm, bad
0: uh bad this is bad uh Natasha and the Red Guardian are put into separate prison cells but they're the kind of cool high-tech prison cells that you only see in movies because it's like glass. Yep. But not glass that you can break. Right. So I presume it's it's like it's like a Magneto prison cell. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> sure. Not all plastic, like, but I, yeah, I,
0: yeah. Like prison cells are not like this. No. no but way. it's only in high-tech like comic book movies and high-tech like movies like that. Sure. Um All right. So Drakov figures out pretty soon that Yelena is not, I mean, Milena is not Milena.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so we get our first sort of, and this happens in spy movies. We talked about it in uh, uh, all the Mission Impossible movies we talked about. We get our first, you know, face peel off. It's yeah. kind of an electronic face peel off, but it's the same technology that, that uh, Natasha used in The Winter Soldier. It's like a combination face and hair because she takes it off and her hair changes color.
1: Yeah. In mm-hmm. other times it's used, she always has to wear a wig. This time... Yeah, not yeah, so. yeah they, they totally don't do it. Uh, yeah. They use this technology again in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as like yeah plot device. Mm-hmm.
0: A way to have the same actress <laughs> play yeah. multiple people. It's, multiple it's characters, cool. yeah. yeah. So, um, So in this scene, when he and... Uh, so, Drakeoff and... Uh, and now Natasha and are talking. Um, we learn that uh, Taskmaster is not, in fact, some you know mercenary dude. It's actually his dun 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 dun, his disfigured daughter. Yeah. So Natasha didn't kill anybody. No. This, with this bomb back in you know two thousand four or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> so she should be feeling really good because she doesn't have to have guilt about anything. <laughs> totally right? fine no red in that ledger exactly so there's a lot less red yeah anyway so um we get this little flashback that melina and natasha had switched faces back at the barn right um and so the red guardian and melina because melina is the scientist she designed all of these uh prison cells she was she was able to get out of it right because because reasons
1: um she didn't design it very well
0: <laughs> no uh, well she designed it well enough that she could get out not anybody else oh, okay um so melina so they all have uh, little ear things in their in their ears except for red garden um she lets she lets uh yelena know that she's got a uh, blade in her hidden in her waistband or something and so she's so yelena is able to uh break out of the uh, restraints that she's under and thankfully they didn't anesthetize her because mm. they were going to cut her head open with her with her awake for some reason, for reasons, yeah, <laughs> for reasons. Um, so she escapes, and so everybody's got a job down, yeah, right. So Milena and the Red Guardian they need to get to the controls of the ship and bring the ship down. Uh, Yelena needs to because there's all these widows on the on the in this little ship city. She needs to cure them all with their with the cures, Right. okay. And Natasha has got to kill Drake off somehow, right? Okay. Um, and sh- and also at some point somebody's going to activate Natasha's transponder because she's got more than like two because she's already like used one and then thrown away another one. I don't. She's got another transponder. Sure. That so she can let Ross know where she's at. Right. So she's turning herself in to the to the federal government.
1: Right. Okay, we, so all, we all square. That, that's that's yeah, so, the plot. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So Dracov sends Taskmaster away mm-hmm. for another reason. I can't remember what it was.
1: Because, he, well, he doesn't need Taskmaster because right. uh, Natasha because, cannot kill because him. Because
0: Natasha can't hurt him. Right. Uh, because he smells. Yes. <laughs> so, so, and we learn this in another flashback. Uh, Melina even tells her this. So he's got this uh, pheromone that he releases. That he's like in the conditioning process for all the widows they if they smell this pheromone they can't kill him
1: yes uh, very reminiscent of uh, the first robocop movie where no <laughs> no employee of ocp can be hurt by robocop right. mm-hmm.
0: yes um i'm sure it was a an homage to robocop yeah i, I hope that's what they were thinking. <laughs> so um uh, So unless, Melina tells her, unless she can sever the uh, nerve, uh, her olfactory, I guess olfactory nerve, that that would not allow her to smell anything. Right. Um, So basically, she just needs to get him to beat her up. Right. That's the kind of the role. So everything goes wrong, because that's what happens in in, in these kinds of movies. Yeah. Um, Melina is able to send the ship into a slow, controlled crash. Mm-hmm. So the big ship is falling down. So um, we have a limited time in our big flying city. Um, Taskmaster found the Red Guardian and Melina. And so he uh, Taskmaster, now that we know his daughter, whatever her name was, uh, is fighting the Red Guardian and kind of kicking the crap out of him. Yeah, even though he's got the super soldier form. Yeah, but he's out of practice and she can copy anybody's fighting stuff.
1: Yeah, but... Here's my thing. Okay. Physics happens. You're right. He should be stronger. (laughs) Yeah.
0: This is the thing. So like we always have these like rankings of like who's the best fighter in the MCU and not just the MCU, but in Marvel Comics, right? Right. Who's the best fighter? And it always comes down to either Shang-Chi or Daredevil. Those are always the two best. With like, you know, round out the top five. It's going to be people like, you know taskmaster is going to be one mm-hmm. uh deadpool is always up there as just great fighters right the best mm-hmm. fighters those mfers are going down as soon as hulk gets there right yeah i mean i don't care what what kind of judo flip they've got right. the hulk's gonna smash them. Right. same thing with thor same thing with iron man with his uh with a suit yeah they're losing it's just gonna they're gonna lose right captain yeah. america is gonna keep their ass
1: yeah, super soldier formula, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you, Wolverine, you should, Wolverine
0: yeah. with a with a skeleton of uh, adamantium and claws yeah. He's going to win. Because you can't kill him.
1: He's got an unfair advantage. I don't care how much
0: uh, prediction of this
1: moves you've got like who cares.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's why there's weight classes in boxing and fighting sports, right? So the best fighter might be like Floyd Mayweather or something like that, right? Yeah. Because he, he just might be, but if he's gonna fight Mike Tyson even today, yeah, Mike Tyson's gonna whip his butt, yeah, just way bigger, yeah,
1: that's just the difference. way bigger, yeah, yeah, anyway.
0: So, so yeah. we got this. So, he's so the widows, um, who were supposed to be you know converted by uh Yelena, she doesn't get there in time, they have actually gone to help uh protect um. Drakov, because Dracov, because because uh, uh, Black Widow, uh, uh, Natasha, has broken her nose, so she can now fight Dracov. So she's right. beating the crap out of him. Right. All these widows come and start beating the crap out of uh, Natasha. Dracov starts escaping. Um, Yelena yes. does eventually save Natasha with a grenade and all these little vials of uh, uh, cures, um, and all the widows are cured. But uh, you know this this ship is falling and pieces are blowing up and yeah chaos.
1: Gotta gotta escape.
0: Yeah. So we've gotta escape. So um, it's the Great Escape. Yelena and Natasha get separated by explosion. Um, uh, Melina is actually able to sort of uh, use that Widow thing where she grabs her, grabs somebody by the neck and throws them with her legs, that kind of yeah. thing that Black Widow does all the time. And then she and... Uh, the red guardian get away they 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 lock um taskmaster into a cell
1: <laughs> one of those uh clear cells right?
0: clear cells just you know bleep you you're gonna die that kind of thing right, right. next time we see taskmaster and natasha lets him out yeah yeah totally
1: that's because that's what she does
0: because that's what she does she's a hero the yeah. other guys they're not heroes
1: well the other guys didn't know that taskmaster is actually like just the poor daughter of Draco. Fair. Natasha knows this, Melina probably
0: knew too, since she was the scientist.
1: Oh, uh, they keep giving Lena a crap load
0: of plausible deniability, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. So, Natasha releases her. We can gender Taskmaster as her now, yeah,
1: now, now we know, yeah,
0: yeah. And, um, but Taskmaster's still intent on killing Natasha, right? because haven't got, undergone the, the cure thing yet need that blast. need that red gas yeah need yeah some. um but there's explosions boom so uh they get uh separated for reasons um uh yelena uh is able to find the helicopter that Drakeoff is trying to escape in she blows that shit up oh yeah but uh so Drakeoff is definitely dead now we see him like in in flames so he's dead um but are we sure are we are we really sure oh yeah yeah he's dead dead." okay okay good and then she falls off the uh, the, uh, uh ship yeah you know and falling faster than the ship um natasha grabs a parachute and jumps after her now galileo what would he say about this
1: well, everything is supposed to fall at the same speed because gravity yes. just kind of works the same.
0: Because mm-hmm. uh, Elena is kind of unconscious. So she's just done a free fall. Right. You can't really fall faster. Well, so air resistance is a thing. So the only air way resistance that is you, a thing.
1: You can you can go faster than something that's like kind of flat because just like sure. a piece of paper falling is the ultimate Absolutely. Air resistance. Yes. So arguably Natasha is making her body more aerodynamic. Is that mm-hmm. what's
0: going on here? That must be what they're saying. Yeah. Now, now. Yeah, I don't know if it would it would work as quickly as it did. So she <laughs> catches. So she yeah. catches Yelena. Yeah. You know, does the whole altruistic thing, puts the uh, parachute on her. They have a moment. Then Testmaster, you know, yeah. tackles her. Right. And so Yelena is safe. So she, you know, floats to the bottom. Um. And so then Natasha and um taskmaster have this kind of fight airborne where they jump from debris to debris and you know their swords and all kinds of stuff yeah there's a shield involved yeah there's yeah there's all kinds of like it's a it's a it's a jumping from thing to thing like uh you point out here somewhere natasha should have broken every bone in her body
1: right yeah so again she doesn't have the super soldier formula she's blown up multiple times and she you know does the the hero thing of like surviving because they mm-hmm. jump away from the explosion well,
0: we, ta- we, we, we have talked about this before like in your own standalone movie yeah you are way more powerful than you are in an avengers movie
1: oh she's way more powerful in this movie than she is in any yeah. avengers movies. like
0: like remember we, we when we covered uh, iron man 3 like tony without a suit is like a freaking super spy soldier <laughs> yeah. guy yeah. um at the and sort of that last scene where he's fighting he's like able to hold his own against some extremist soldiers yeah without you know dying immediately yeah uh without a suit so so she's able to like they 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 do have like a a parachute that sort of goes off right towards the end um but there's a lot of banging and and stuff and yeah yeah and then so they're at the they're at their ground and she's able to get the last little vial of or the next to last little vial of cure Yep. and she uh, uh the, the taskmaster some them the friends yeah um, thankfully there's a giant city that's still falling above them <laughs> yes it didn't fall on top of them because they're just kind of milling around for a little bit yeah they, they hang out like nothing's
1: happening there's all this debris
0: <laughs> so um, there's another little family reunion here at the bottom Uh Natasha um, finally realizes that Yelena is her sister. You know, there's just like there's there's a resolution to all this conflict that we've had Right. Uh, yeah. for the film. Uh, Yelena gives her uh, her vest, which was the first i art, art item of clothing that she'd ever bought for herself. Very, <laughs> very, cute. very yeah. cute moment. Yeah, uh, and it's the vest that uh, Natasha was noticeably wearing during uh, Infinity War. <laughs> finally, finally, we know. We get a reason why she changed her outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say that this is
1: a nice touch that they, they did that. Like, unlike, I'm going to compare it to Solo. Where like, did you ever wonder where Han Solo got his gun from? I, no, I never wondered that. And they, they basically explain every tiny thing about Han Solo. This yeah. is like a nice detail that they explain about yeah. Black Widow. It's like, Why
0: does Han Solo wear a vest? It's, I don't know, a vest. Because he wanted to wear, he did <laughs> want to be cold. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So yeah, so um, uh, Natasha is turning herself in to Ross and uh, the Sokovian Accords forces. Mm-hmm. Uh, the widows come back, and they uh, they uh, the widows that have all been cured. They commandeered a ship, and they were able to come back down, and they they get Yelena, Milena, and um, the Red Guardian, and they escape. I don't know why Natasha doesn't go with them.
1: She says that she's got to sort of end this thing, unfinished like this, business, unfinished yeah. business. Yeah, like, and uh, do we know that, that she's does she go, you know, how Captain America saves some at the end of Civil War? We get the end criticism mm-hmm. where right. you know Clint is free. I
0: think that must have been just Captain America because yeah. there's no way they let her go. Um, right, we don't see she that sure. taken part in that now. At this point, really, the only thing that that natasha did was you know hit uh t'challa with a couple of stun gun things right yeah that's the only thing that she had done wrong my guess is is that she just kind of like she just gets a little slap on the wrist and it's like oh we're watching you and she just like is what fine whatever
1: right well because within this movie we see natasha Mm -hmm. and the blonde hair about to do the infinity war stuff
0: right so let's get right to it because that's the next scene uh so Uh, Next scene, cut to, she's got blonde hair, she's wearing the vest, and she meets up with her uh, illegal weapons guy, uh, who gives her the jet, the Quinjet, that we see uh, in Infinity War. So that's how the Secret Avengers got that, I call them the Secret Avengers, uh, in Infinity War, so Captain America and uh, Falcon and um, Scarlet Witch, uh, Wanda. Yeah. Right. Those are the, those, that's the group. Right.
1: Yeah. When they go and they rescue Scarlet Witch and Vision from right. the attack. On they have them. that ship. Yeah. Right. So. So somehow, somehow that means that Natasha did escape again, that we just don't see it.
0: For, or, or she just got off with a, with a slap on the wrist. I think that's, <laughs> that's fair. Because, because uh, so we, we do learn that Clint and um, Ant-Man do avoid any sort of uh, prison time. They're just uh, house arrest,
1: right? But they they got it, broken out of prison first by Captain America. We saw that at, at the end did, of the Civil we? War. So Maybe. some of the things don't quite add up. <laughs>
0: yeah. So anyway, so yeah. So we'll, we'll
1: man Marvel.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Marvel. It's comics. Um, post-credit scene. Yes, there's only one mm-hmm. in this film. Uh, this is Yelena in uh at Natasha's grave. So this is post Endgame. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we get our. JLD alert. So Julia Rayleigh Dreyfus uh, arrives and uh, she is um, the character that she plays both in. uh, Where have we seen her? We've seen her. Falcon Warner Soldier. uh, Falcon Warner Soldier. Yeah. Uh, And um, she gives her her next job. And her next job is apparently to, presumably, to assassinate um, Clint Martin.
1: Yep. Okay. So she can get revenge on the person that killed uh, her sister.
0: Yeah, the reason that she's she's dead.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so that's the movie. That is it. So yeah, let's, our thoughts. Um, Our thoughts. Florence Pugh. <clears throat> oh my
0: gosh. So I'd seen Florence Pugh once before, at least once before in a film. So the version, the most recent version of little women. Is I, saw, I saw that too. Really good. good. seen that one. Uh, she, and, um, I'm not even going to pretend to, uh, try and butcher the actress's name. Um, but, uh, the character that plays Joe. Yeah. <laughs> the, yes. the actress that plays Joe. Uh, they're great. Yeah. Uh, Florence Pugh is amazing. Um, I think this is the best like introduction of an MCU character yeah. in a film that we've seen. Like, like, Side character, like not yeah. a like main character in the film. Not an
1: origin. It almost could have been the origin story for the forest Pew. Black Widow.
0: For- yeah. She's funny, she's charming. Um, she's a badass. Uh she does this whole little mocking thing of uh of the way that uh Black Widow like lands. Yeah. Where she's like she lands like sort of the superhero pose but then she sort of flips up her hair yeah and uh she sort of makes fun of it a few times and then and then in a very humorous humorous sort of twist at the end she sort of does it yeah. during the fight and it's 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 really good she's just oh, great
1: what a poser <laughs> so funny.
0: yeah so it's it's very similar to the way that um to me sort of so civil war like it, they introduce spider-man uh in like a perfect way yeah um you know, where he's not the main character but he's like just they got the tone of the character right and same thing with black panther just got the tone of the character right in that film uh that's probably the best part parts about those that film and that's a great film yes that's 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 in our it's one of the nine or ten films that's in our top five
1: yeah so i like that film obviously because spoiler we we did put it in our top five um yes i will say that even when i at the time when i saw it like it was cool to see black panther and spider-man that did feel like we are adding in new characters because of mcu right you sure. don't feel that with the the florence Pugh. no black she window. was
0: essential to this film like this is yeah this
1: has to happen
0: it's part of the plot mm-hmm. no and, and 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 in fairness like they could have done that the, the introduction with either black panther or spider-man for with with any two characters or any <laughs> <Right>. character <laughs> that they wanted that, to that's like, my the, point they yeah. just haven't done yet like it's right. like they could have done an X-Man, they could have done, you know, whatever, whatever yeah. they had the rights to, it's like, that could have been Daredevil, it didn't matter, right, it was like, just like, that they did it, but they got it right, right, um, and, uh, but yeah, this is like, I mean, Yelena Belova, I mean, Yelena Belova is not like a super famous comic book character, no. you're only ever going to see her, like, she's often a villain, and you're only ever going to see her within the context of like a Black, like a Black Widow comic, right. You're not gonna see her as a standalone thing. You're not gonna see her um really anywhere else. I mean, she's always a side character. So this was this was a really interesting way to, to to do this and uh an amazing star turn for us yeah. Pugh. <clears throat> uh similarly, David Harbour is awesome. Yep. He's great, he's funny. Uh, you know, anybody that loves him from Stranger Things, you're gonna love this guy.
1: Yeah, this is this is Hopper as the Red Guardian. It's great.
0: Yeah, he's got really big dad, dad vibes, which is you know perfect for for this podcast. Um, so this is where we're just gonna gonna disagree and, and and we're gonna fight right now. Yeah. Um, so I thought the action scenes were okay. They weren't spectacular. They weren't. I didn't think they, they broke any new ground with it, with any of them. Okay, so I can agree.
1: I don't think they broke any new ground. To me, that was fine because this is a this is basically a. a a movie in the vein of The Born Identity, I thought right. these would have fit in great as another Born. Like no one would have batted an eyelash. And I
0: think, and I think the way, and to that point, and I agree with that. I think what they needed to do was have a little bit more of a slow burn hmm. for it. Like it, they just made it a Marvel movie where there's like there's an action scene every ten minutes. You've got to have something, right? You've got to have a fight scene. You've got to have an explosion. You've got to have a chase. Right? Um, they needed to have like like if you remember in like the First Born movie there's like there's not a lot of action mm-hmm. until like he started starts remembering a little bit of stuff where it's like oh wait a minute i can totally kick these people's ass right, right. and i need to just to get away from these cops or whatever so you, i think you needed a little bit of a slow burn you needed a little bit more sort of misdirection spy stuff and then maybe a lot and just like not necessarily a lot of the the big crash boom bang stuff but
1: but yeah i I think i think if you go in just feeling like i'm gonna watch a jason Bourne style movie then mm -hmm. uh, everything here feels right this feels like a a spy action movie
0: no i mean and and that's fair it's a minor it's it's actually a minor criticism i don't i don't think the action scenes are bad i just think they're a little um less original Mm -hmm. Uh, given the fact that everything else that wasn't uh, an action scene was something I thought that was very, very original. Oh, yeah, yeah. That stuff pops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, you pointed out uh, she should have broken every bone in her body. Oh, yeah. So many times.
1: Unless they have something like they have an Agents of Shield where they have a medicine that heals bones, <laughs> which
0: is one of the most ridiculous <laughs> things they do
1: in a show that's full of ridiculous things. Like they just uh-huh. have like a flat out, oh, just drink this and your bones are healed yeah. faster maybe she has that we just don't see it
0: yeah now in the comics natasha has been given a version of the super soldier for oh that would explain a lot (laughs) which explains like in the comics now they haven't said that they do that here but um now it's not as full fled it's not like it doesn't give her super strength it gives her like long life okay so that's why she can sort of be a you know a Basically, twenty-five-year-old sex pot for the entire her entire existence, which is like sixty years now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, the non-action sequence sequences are just really strong. There's enough humor and heart in this movie mm-hmm. that you could have taken out all the action movie, right? And you could have just had this sort of, and it would have been like a like a, a quirky family drama. Yeah, co- dramedy. Yeah. You know yeah. where like. They sort of hate one another and then they get back together. It's great.
1: Yeah, you can and totally do a, that a cut of the movie. Like for people that don't like action. It yeah. actually
0: it's pretty cool. Um it's sad to see Scarjo go. She's been some I mean since the second movie or I guess technically the third movie in the MCU because um it went Iron Man one and then Hulk, right? Yeah. Hulk comes before Iron Man two. Yeah. So she's been around since since Iron Man two. Yep. You know, all the Avengers movies she's been in uh two of the three Captain America movies
1: yep yeah that's a lot of movies and, and for that reason I can see why she might be done yeah. being in Marvel movies that, uh, that, and, you know she yeah. suitable yeah that 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 definitely puts a cap on it like you're not coming back I think,
0: yeah unless they just like settle and there's just like you know you know Kevin Feige gets her in a room it's just like look I've got this idea yeah and here's 40 million dollars
1: yeah black widow <laughs> uh tv disney plus uh series i i will say that like after this movie i was like i'm ready for more black widow
0: <laughs> like i know i could have had I more. i think um you know and i was going to wait for this to the end but the biggest criticism i mean i talked about the the, the action sequences. the biggest biggest criticism is this didn't come earlier
1: yeah yeah now, this we'll, was a movie we'll talk about it some more i okay so, so some more history this is inside baseball stuff this movie was supposed to have come out earlier Right, it was supposed to come out last summer. Well, not just that. Like, they were trying, Feige wanted a Black Widow movie. And uh, Mm -hmm. famously, at Marvel Studios, there was an executive, Ike Perlmutter, who didn't think that, oh, you can't do a female led uh, superhero movie. They don't sell toys. Mm -hmm. So that's what blocked things like Captain, you know, the Captain Marvel movie. Why we took
0: Captain Marvel so long.
1: Right, and then also this. So you can almost tell where it takes place in the timeline, where they probably mm-hmm. wanted it to take place.
0: Yeah, it might've it, it might, it might been better after Captain America Civil War. I think they probably could have done it earlier. She's one of the first yeah. four Avengers. She, yeah. They could have done it you know, back then. Totally. Um, so many russian accents <laughs> yeah and this is comic right <laughs> yeah why did they and it was for comic relief you, you could tell after a while it's like because they they speak with american accents in the beginning yep and then all of a sudden no one other than scarlett johansson all of the other actors use them the entire movie so yelena shouldn't have it right because she grew up in ohio right but i guess in, in the red room i mean i guess everybody there was just russian so they were just you know did,
1: did they program in up? a russian accent for her like i guess so okay
0: and she's a spy she should have like all of the accents should be available to her right right hmm. yes uh yeah it's it's, it's, it's really right. the only thing in PC <laughs> culture that you can uh criticize like like make fun of anymore is the russian accent oh yeah i'm fine with it come natasha we must get the some squail
1: Yes, that that will be some, a future. That's where we need Black Widow back. That's Scarlett Johansson come back for that.
0: Yeah, so we can do a a, re, a remake of Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> that has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this was uh, just a little more inside baseball. So this is supposed to come out before any of the D plus shows, Disney plus right. shows, right? So it was supposed to come out before division before uh, Falcon and the Soldier, before Loki. Um, uh, and it takes place obviously before Infinity War. Yep. Um, so this would have been, this should have been uh, Julia louis Dreyfus's first appearance as, and I had to look this up because she's got a really long name. La Contessa Valentina Allegra de la Fontaine. Yes. <laughs> so oftentimes she's a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. She's uh, like a HYDRA agent and a scroll imposter sometimes. She fits into that storyline. Um, and s- sometimes she's Madame HYDRA yeah. So some, most of the time, Hydra's got like a male leader, so either um, Red Skull or uh, Strucker or uh, even uh, what's his name, the other guy, Baron. Oh, uh, Zemo. Zemo, yeah. Yeah, or or the, the guy that's the with the head is, is like a television in his stomach. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the. Those are some of the the, the classic uh, Hydra leaders, and she's sometimes a Hydra leader, so she calls right. herself Madame Hydra. Yeah, I think she's the,
1: that's. The, I feel like that's her most famous moniker, and that's again depicted in Agents of Shield, where they have a, yeah. a, a different Madame Hydra.
0: Yeah, but uh, it's clearly not this one. Yeah, this one's a better one. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, so whatever she's up to is clearly no good.
1: Yeah. I, I think we're building to up kill,
0: she's trying to kill hawkeye she's she hired the uh the bad captain america to do bad stuff
1: yeah maybe she just wanted to knock off captain america for something like to open a a car a dealership and cut the ribbon. <laughs> i, I yeah, don't know. i
0: don't i don't i don't so my guess is is that she's going to be sort of in hawkeye somehow
1: yeah, I think that's clear, and we're getting and that. We, I guess should this be should a be a trailer, secret yeah? invasion.
0: I imagine, but who knows?
1: Hmm, I imagine
0: also that she's going to be in Secret Invasion, totally. She's going to be starring uh, Nick Fury, right? Uh, and probably even the next Captain America movie, which is uh, set to come out in some point. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So yeah, and. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad that uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is in the MCU.
1: Oh, a total win. This is a yeah adding Marvel getting stronger and stronger. Just like you know, add it, adding all star after all star to the, the lineup. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, this movie had Rachel Weisz in it, and we didn't. It was barely an afterthought.
1: That's true. <laughs> like, let's add an Oscar winner. Why not? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and and the the actress that plays Taskmaster is Olga Kurylenko, I think. Is how we pronounce her name? She was a Bond girl. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. They... You know,
0: so like, they got good people for this totally so i think you should
1: if if you're introducing someone to the mcu i think you show this movie after civil
0: war that's when it most it's best to fit so it's it's an interesting which one you kind of go to after civil war yeah because like there's like four of them that occur almost simultaneously yeah so there's there's this one there's spider-man homecoming and there's black panther right so those all take place seemingly right after like um the effects of them are 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 almost immediate because you've got you know the funeral for for t'challa's dad you've got spider-man gets out of uh uh the the limo from tony right Right. taking him back from germany and um and this one she's on the run from from the uh from ross so they're like all at the same time and dr strange occurs like almost right there too like Cause he, there's that little line about when he's like driving before he gets in his accident. Um, you know, there's somebody in an experimental flying suit that broke his back. Oh, <laughs> he, that's his possible. That's his possible, uh, patient. Right. Um, and he's like, oh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, that's a little throwaway line. So it, it just, it just puts it in context where it happens. Right. And when it happens. Um, so yeah, I, I, those four movies, Flip a coin, see which one comes after
1: yeah, but the point is you shouldn't watch this after Endgame. <laughs> like, no. I think, I think this is, that's where you should watch it and then skip the end yeah, credits. And it
0: also, it makes completely no sense that it's in Phase 4.
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't work. I mean, it works because it's a good movie. So it, it's one of those things where sense. like, obviously this is like a production issue, uh, but here's my thing. More people are going to have a chance to experience the MCU after now than mm-hmm. at the time because that's, that's how these things work. And I, I do think if you're watching in, in order, it works. Just like uh, when I was showing my family MCU, we did do Ant-Man and the Wasp before doing uh, Infinity War.
0: That's the other one that should come right after Civil War.
1: Yeah, you watch that and then you just <laughs> skip over. Um, the end. Yeah, Well, you has to come before Civil War. Like you have to, well, Ant-Man and the Wasp, sorry. But we just skipped the, the end credits and it, it totally works. Very enjoyable mm-hmm. and everything flows.
0: Yeah. And then you can go back and watch the end credits after Infinity War. Exactly. Yeah. Uh...
1: So, so there was this thing where, okay, we had uh, the Wonder Woman movie takes place during mm-hmm. World War I. Then we had a See? Captain Marvel. No, no, Wonder Woman takes place. One? It's definitely Oh, one. you're right, right, right. Marvel yeah. one. Uh, Captain Marvel takes place in the 90s. Yes, it was. Right. And then this is one of the few superhero, uh, female superhero legend, uh, female superhero movies that doesn't take place in the past. I mean, it does take place in the past, but
0: not like distant past. Not distant past. It's in like an immediate past. It's sort of yeah, yeah. That's that's interesting. Um, I wonder why with both Marvel and Wonder Woman they had to sort of set it. So because even what the sequel to Wonder Woman is in the past. It's right.
1: 84 so yeah. i've heard the theory on it which i think is a good one that like often these movies have to deal with sexism and it's such a sensitive topic people have to sort of think like oh sexism was in the past right <laughs> like you can't have sexism now right uh, i know they don't deal give, with any sexism now yeah that just doesn't happen i will give a lot of credit to this movie of like it goes head-on right yeah he's t- uh you know mr drake off drake off yeah yeah, he talks about how the, you know, the world's abundant supply of uh, young girls. and like, Young mass. girls, which is, yeah. And uh, I think, you know, it, it wears it on sleeve. It's not apologetic about what the
0: movie's about. And uh, I think it's good. It's better for it. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, my son, Elliot. Yes. He says, I, I really enjoyed this movie. It was fun. Yeah. So I asked him to do a ranking of, of everything. He's got this one in his top five. Oh, wow. Really high up there. Yeah. yeah. I think he's doing a little recency bias on it. Possibly. So because he's, in my, yeah. he's seen so many of the other ones so many times that I right. think it's just like, oh, this one's new. I love this one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my family uh, raised this one very high when uh, my wife and oldest one saw it. They really liked it a lot. And then I had to go see it with the, the younger one. And uh, mm-hmm. the younger one enjoyed it, but uh, you know, not as much as it's no Ant Man, it's no Spider Man.
0: Yeah. I think, I think, um, for my son, at least, he, I think he liked the familiarity of some of the, the way that the action was done, Mm -hmm. um, just in terms of, like, um, you know, contrast it with, uh, last week's, the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 that we talked about, um, that one is far more visceral and violent, even though, like, Aliens are the things that are dying, and it's so it's so it makes it a little more car- cartoony. Right. This one's not very cartoony, but um, it's it's there's there's not a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of uh, you know, the consequences are are minimized because you get the sense of these spies, you know, uh, the widows, they're so good at their job, right? That right? it's like the the violence is quote unquote clean yeah but well and, yeah it, that widow has always sort of been portrayed in the mcu and
1: your your son really likes the mission impossible movies right he does so he's, he's
0: yeah. like the biggest non tom cruise fan right. <laughs> so, like, he, yeah he, like tom cruise is like the biggest fan of those movies i think uh my son might be the the next guy yeah. he just loves them
1: <laughs> and I, I think those movies obviously have the spy act their spy yeah. action movies this movie fits into that so yes I think...
0: and in fact i will tell you uh-huh. so this is so you know during that the motorcycle chase scene in this film mm-hmm. uh the first time we saw it which was back in you know uh, july uh my son as we're watching this thing he just starts going dun 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 <laughs> dun, 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 dun dun
1: well he's very astute <laughs> yes yeah, that's, that's, that's that's exactly right and i, I think that's <laughs> Hey, I think that actually adds to it because it, the best thing that the Marvel movies do is when they are like, "This movie is a this genre thing." They they are their own flavor. They're not all super quote unquote superhero movies. They they take on the flavor that is required for the story. Yeah. and so that's you no. Know, this is clearly a spy movie. It's, yeah. it's
0: it's why it's similar to Winter Soldier. Those are the two spy movies that have come. Yeah. Out. Um. And. Uh, yeah. So um, we're done. We did it. We did it. Black widow. and it was like uh an hour and a half so that was yeah
1: shorter than the actual movie <laughs>
0: amazingly so barely it was like two hours and 12 minutes but yeah um, and like half of that is crossed so um anyway so uh, uh uh let us know if you like black widow uh rate subscribe review do all that things that you're supposed to do yes and uh we'll talk to you later. all
1: right goodbye shane bye